we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, as we start a new series on fake foods, ultra-processed foods, I, want, I did want to take a break and talk about some recent news that came out back on Big Pharma World. And look, Big Pharma World is connected to Big Food World because, as I mentioned in that episode, how we are intentionally given a lot of foods that are high in calorie, low in nutrition, that ultimately results in, in vitamin and mineral deficiencies, disease, and so forth. And then Big Pharma will come and, quote, rescue, close quote, us with their drugs, many of which have adverse effects and many of which don't have any effect at all. And that's an excellent segue into phenylephrine. So phenylephrine, this came out this week about how an FDA panel declared that the decongestant phenylephrine is ineffective. Now, I'll mention in a second what very, very well-known over-the-counter medicines have phenylephrine in it, but just bear with me. I'm going to go old school Gregory 2017 and read off an article. The FDA assembled board of advisors has determined that the most popular decongestant ingredient on the market is not actually effective in treating nasal congestion. The group of experts gathered by the FDA unanimously voted on Tuesday declaring ingredient phenylephrine to be no more effective than a placebo. Yeah. Hmm. The efficacy of phenylephrine administered orally to relieve nasal discomfort has been called into question multiple times in the past, including once in 2007. The FDA allowed the drug to stay on shelves at the time pending further research. But this week's findings may finally prompt the organization to demand that Johnson & Johnson bear and other drug makers to pull these oral medications completely. I wonder why it wasn't pulled in 2007. And it has to do with the revolving door. As I've mentioned before, look, we want to have this kind of Pollyanna view that the government watches over us and is looking out for us. Now, as a conservative, you'd be like, that is just demonstrably false. I understand that because you're a conservative. But the liberals have this cradle to grave. Government's here to protect me. Government's here to save me. And these are the people that get disillusioned when you talk about the revolving door. So the FDA, USDA, CDC, WHO, National Investigation for Health, National Institute for Health, all these are all run by pharma, big pharma executives or big medical device. We talked about an episode back in 2018, The Bleeding Edge. There was a great Netflix documentary about medical devices. It's probably still up there. I would highly recommend you watch that on Netflix if you care about this kind of stuff. And so what it happens is like there'll, there'll be a big pharma executive like a GlaxoSmithKline or at Pfizer. They work there. They make their hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. And they're like, okay, now it's time for me to do my quote contribution to society. 
Some of them may take a high-level job at the aforementioned organizations. And while they're there, what do they do? Are they going to be anti-Big Pharma? Are they going to look askance and suspiciously at new drugs that need the approval of the FDA? No, they work for Big Pharma. Yes, there's going to be some rivalry between the companies, but they all know they're eating from the same trough. So when you come from that world, you're not going to be some whistleblower pioneer and call out Big Pharma and all the insidious, heinous things that it did. So we talked about it not that long with the COVID. How much money these manufacturers of the COVID vaccine were going to make. So now you just approve all the drugs coming in. You then later blame how you how the FDA has such a small, it's, it's underfinanced and has such a small group that has to oversee and approve or disapprove thousands of applications that come through the pipe and they're just, they do undo this like the little train that could, I think I can, I think I can. This small group that is just overworked and you have to have pity for us. Kind of like they did after, two, you, know, you guys are really old, you might remember this, but after 9-11 happened, the FBI was asking, how did you allow this to happen? And like, well, we were undermanned. We didn't have enough money. And it's always like the easiest thing to blame, right? So they'll approve all these things. After a few years, they're like, okay, well, you know, I'm making a quarter of what I was making before. So then they just go back to Big Pharma to another company many times. And this is the revolving door. Now, before we continue, please, if you haven't done so, rate and review for The Awakened Man. And please go check out the Cinema Rag which is my movie, Hollywood Gossip Podcast. It has over close to 200 episodes now. Please rate and review over there as well. All right, let's continue. Why it wasn't banned in 2007. While this outcome could lead to the FDA pulling phenylephrine from the federal approved list of pill and liquid decongestants, it is unlikely consumers will see an immediate impact. Oh, especially because the panel vote is a suggestion, not a binding agreement. Even if phenylephrine versions of these drugs remain on shelves for a while longer, more than one prior study has found that it offers no detectable benefit beyond a placebo can provide. So, of course, you know, the question is like, okay, well, if we've had these studies that said that phenylephrine is completely ineffective, no better than a placebo, why, why is it on the market? Why don't we hear the news? Hey, stop taking this. It's a complete waste of your money. I wonder why. It's the same reason when you watch the nightly news, how every commercial is a big pharma drug commercial. Okay, so many products on the shelves are formulated to address multiple symptoms such as cold and flu medications meant to treat fever and headache along with congestion. The presence of phenylephrine in these products does not impact the efficacy of other ingredients to treat other targeted symptoms. So this is a list of medicines over the counter that have pseudolephrine. Sudafed PE, Mucinex, Sinex, Dayquil, Benadryl, Tylenol Sinus, Advil Sinus Congestion, Lucinol, and then all the store brands made by Kroger, Walgreens, CVS, Equate. So again, a lot of them have phenylephrine in it, and some of the older ones will also have pseudoephedrine, which we'll talk about in a second. Because pseudoephedrine is also used kind of in the same world when you have sinus congestions and runny nose and all these things. The difference between pseudoephedrine and phenylephrine is that pseudoephedrine has pros and cons. Pseudoephedrine has actually been proven, I know this is shocking, has actually been proven in studies 
to be effective in addressing congestion. Phenylephrine was never approved. So how did phenylephrine get on the market? Because the companies that made it had studies in-house that said it was effective. And again, this reminds you about the revolving door. Because if, if Big Pharma came to you, whoever's listening to this, and like, you know, we have this new medication that's going to that's, that's gonna alleviate uh, whatever, depression. Just trust us. These studies work. They're good. Only a moron's going to be like, you know what? I, I'm not going to try to replicate these studies independently with independent sciences. I'm just going to take your word, Big Pharma, who has a decade's history of being fraudulent. Go back to Vioxx, for Christ's sake. I'm just going to believe you. But see, that's you. You're not understanding who are the executives at the FDA. The executives at the FDA are big pharma execs. They're all the same. So how did Phenylephrine get on the market? How did they get on the market? Because the companies that made them, Johnson & Johnson, Bayer and others, said, hey, we did in-house studies. Phenylephrine is good for science conditions. Sign me up. I believe you. I'm sold. That's how it got on the market. No studies. At least pseudoephedrine has done studies. But the problem with pseudoephedrine is while it's effective in treating with sinus congestions and all these, as the name would suggest, pseudoephedrine, it can be processed and catabolized back down into methamphetamine. So <laughs> you can get hooked on you can get hooked on pseudoephedrine. Now, it's not addictive per se, but it can have some of the, the effects that methamphetamine and some of the related drugs, the amphetamine drugs like Adderall, can have. So pseudoephedrine can produce stimulating effects on the central nervous system. So like one of the more common things that people don't know that you can get is insomnia. Whereas with phenylephrine, you didn't get insomnia because phenylephrine did, didn't do anything at all. It wasn't effective. It was a complete joke, placebo. So when you take a pseudoephedrine, you actually have to worry that, yeah, this might help with your sinus congestion, but it might have some side effects, legitimate side effects. So this is what I would tell you. I'm not a doctor. I only play one on podcasting for six years. Many times the immune system knocks things out on its own. So why don't you just trust and wait? You see this when women go to urgent care with their kid, they wait in line for an hour, they get in and like, you know what, ma'am, I think your ear, inf the ear infection of the kid is viral. Shut up, I need an antibiotic. Ma'am, this is likely caused by a virus. Shut up, I need an antibiotic. Antibiotics are not effective for viral infections. Shut up, I need the, you need something to prove that it's effective. And normally, the immune system will clear these things out. They will clear these things out on their own. Now, if you're having a lot of sinus congestion, there are non-medication things that you can do, for example. Uh, you can go to a steam room that's got eucalyptus. That tends to clear things up. Or if you can diffuse eucalyptus, if you have it at home, we do have the female holistic health apothecary that used to be an essential oils feed here. We have one on eucalyptus. You can certainly do a, a neti pot sinus rinse. Those are pretty harmless where you're shooting essentially saline water up into your nose. It's not the most pleasant feeling, but that could be a rinse as well. So, I mean, there are things that you can do that are non-medicated. We have to get out of this idea 
that the only way to treat things is drugs, 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 drugs. Yes, we are pop a pill, instant gratification, well, drugs, drugs, drugs. But we have to stop thinking this, guys, because drugs are problematic. Yes. You know, if I'm having a heart attack, do I want something like, I don't know, atropine shot into me to save me? Sure. There is a time and place for medications. But as a whole, because of the revolving door, because we do direct-to-consumer advertising for drugs, talk to your doctor today about this drug, which is an SSRI, which will actually will increase your chances of killing yourself and other people. We can't say that, even though it's in the insert. So we live in this world where we need immediate gratification, right? I need my fast food. I need my streaming. What? My Wi-Fi is not working? So why, why would it be any different with, I'm sick. I need to be fixed immediately. Patience. It's one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Patience, kindness. It's in Galatians. Patience. Treat the symptoms. Be wary of medications that you're taking. Have a naturopathic approach the best that you can. Use clean eating, sleeping, these kind of things to treat your hypertension, to treat your cholesterol, if it's mild, first before going to the drugs. Because Big Pharma doesn't care about you. Big Pharma just wants you hooked on their products for life. So what we want to do is have a goal of not being on medications when we reach 40 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old. Take care of your health. Exercise. Eat well. Sleep well. Keep your stress down. Do the best that you can. By the way, it's phenylephrine. Look on the back if you're going to continue to use these over-the-counter things when you get the sniffies. Look on the back. If it says phenylephrine, don't even bother because it's useless. Guys, as I mentioned, please rate and review. Uh, there's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. I make a donation because I don't make any money off of this. And the other one is a link to the website which hosts all four of the Eclectico Gregorio feeds, including the Cinemarag, Confessions of an Obi Child, and the Humanistic Health Apothecary. But you can listen to all of them on Apple and Spotify. Until next time, take care. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.